Hello St Philip's, welcome to the second part in the identity series. It's great to start this series and start to think about our identity and grow in our identity in Christ. If you haven't listened to the first session, I encourage you to, where we have um, a think about the Trinity, Father, Son and Holy Spirit, that beautiful love they have for each other and how they blew that fellowship open and invited us into it. This session, I'd love us to start to think about being sons and daughters of God. It will just be a taster. There's so much on this topic. We'll be growing in this for the rest of our lives. But I hope it's just something to reflect on over these next 10, 15 minutes that will hopefully nourish us for today and nourish us as we grow in our identity as sons and daughters. I recently read the phrase three and me. A preacher called Graham Cook uses this phrase three and me. It's talking about the Trinity and us, our relationship, our union, our fellowship. When we walk into the room, a room or a situation, three and me, we walk in together. We become part of that union. We have become part of that fellowship. We have become part of their culture and part of who they are. We are wrapped up, we are encompassed, we are surrounded by Father, Son and Holy Spirit and their divine love for each other. That flows from them to each other, but it also flows from them to us and us to them. We have become one with their divine love. And that is where we want to learn to dwell, live and have our home more and more each day. It's not only a fellowship, but it's family. When we're a part of a family on earth, we, we often reflect or look like our parents. We may have um, our father's eyes, our mother's hair, um, our different, different builds from our pa parents or different members of the family. We take on family mannerisms, have family resemblances. We are made to be part of family. We were actually thought of and conceived right in the midst of the Trinity, their family, their fellowship, in the midst of their love for each other and their expressing and receiving love. We were born. The thought of who we were going to be and when we were going to be born was thought of and conceived right in the midst of the triune God of love. We are welcomed into that place. We are born from that place. And we are, yeah, we are part of that family, part of God's family, part of God's kingdom and part of we start to resemble him more and more. In Ephesians three fifteen, it says that every family in heaven and earth derives its name. The culture of inheriting our father's name is not as common now, but we derive our name and our identity from Father God the calling out of who we are from our Father in heaven. He wants to bestow on us our identity and value. Our earthly fathers bestow on us identity and value. Our earthly father's voice on earth has an impact on us. 
the impact of what our earthly father does say and what he doesn't say does affect us. And we want to recognise that and allow Father God to speak into those places of lack and to speak into those areas that have been painful or we may have wounds. That's why it's so important to embrace God's good Father heart towards us and deal with any Father wounds we may have. But that's another talk. So where earthly father figures have had an impact, how much more will our father's God, Father God's voice and heart have an impact on our identity as we learn to listen to it? Let's just take a moment to acknowledge any lies we are, might be believing about Father God. Ask Father God, are there any, any lies I'm believing about you? He will reveal them if they're there. If so, if there are lies you're aware of, give him the lie. Break agreement with it. Forgive anyone who has formed, helped form it. And ask Father God what the truth is. He loves to tell you the truth. And he loves to heal any wound caused by that lie. Do take time just to do this, perhaps in your journal, a few moments, a few minutes, perhaps at the end of this talk, or even now, just pause the talk and take a moment. As we journey as God being our father and dad, we also journey in being sons and daughters. Our earthly experience of being a son and daughter will affect the way we relate to Father God. Some of that childhood experience may affect the way we perceive our connection with Father God. If we have perceived our earthly experience um, to be one that you have to behave or be good to have connection or earn it or have to be a certain way, we may have a lens towards Father God that is the same as the lens perhaps we had in childhood. We need to know we have God's full attention. We have his unconditional love no matter how good we are or what our behaviour is like. That is such good news. So is there anything of how you were as a son or daughter affecting your connection and identity as the son of God? Do you feel you have to be a certain way when you come into God's presence? Sons and daughters of God, do you know your daddy God delights in you? He rejoices over you with singing. He is pleased with you before you do anything. This is such good news. Some great verses on being a son of God. This includes us daughters. As females, we have to get used to being sons and males have to get used to being part of the bride of Christ. So 1 John 1 verse 3 says, See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. That is what we are. This is our identity, our identity as children, with a really good dad. 
we have that freedom to be children before him, to know we can run up to him and jump on his lap to receive the Father's embrace, to have those beautiful childlike conversations with him where he listens and loves to hear our voices. John 1.12 says, But to all who did receive him, who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. As we believe in Jesus, as we believe in, in who he is, what he's done, that he's the son of God, he gave us the right to become children of God. We don't have to earn it. We don't have to be a certain way. By us receiving who he is and believing in his name, we become children of God. So Ephesians 2, 19 to 22 says, Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. Part of our identity is being citizens with God's people and members of God's household. I love that phrase, just thinking about we're part of his household, we're part of his family, doing life together. His household's pretty big and we are citizens of God's people. We, we identify with God's people, God's family, all the other brothers and sisters and children in this family of faith we are a part of. Ephesians 1, 4-5 For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love he predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will. He loves adopting us. He loves bringing us into his family. It's his pleasure and will to do this. He chose us before the creation of the world. Our identity is a chosen people. He loves us so much that he plans it. He was thinking about it before even the world was created. Part of our identity is blameless in his sight. And he has given us that spirit of sonship. Our spirit to know we are his sons. We know we are connected. Know there's no separation from his love. Romans 8.15 says, The spirit you received does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you received brought your adoption to sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. Often we need Holy Spirit to help us grow in that connection. Not often, we totally do need Holy Spirit to help us in that connection. But he has given us a spirit of adoption and a spirit of the sonship as we grow in this. Galatians 3.26 For in Christ Jesus you are all sons of God through faith. So we are sons, we are brothers and sisters with other, yeah, all the other family of God. In Romans 8, 29, For God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. I think it's amazing to dwell on and think about the fact that we are part of such a big family of God. We'll have parts of the family of God we know really well 
brothers and sisters we know really well, but others we don't even know and will be spending eternity getting to know. But this family is a beautiful thing that we are called to learn to love and grow in that love for each other and know that we have a good father connecting us all. As we reflect on our identity as brothers and sisters, it would be good to bring to God any comparison, jealousy, unforgiveness, all judgment we may have of other brothers or sisters, and allow that love for each other to grow and learn to see gold in each other. This doesn't always come naturally, but as we choose to see through heaven's eyes, to see through Father God's perspective, we will learn to see our brothers and sisters in God as God sees them. Let's just take a moment to dwell on the truth that we have a good God who delights in us and is pleased with us. And there is no disdain or disappointment in his look towards us. Let us dwell on the fact and that identity that we are part of God's family, God's household, welcomed in, welcomed into that place and that home we can be in and learn to live in. Let us enjoy our identity as children of God and being part of his family today. I just want to read out a blessing over our identity and over us as sons. It comes from a book called Blessing Your Spirit. So, child of God, I call your spirit to attention in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Listen with your spirit to God's word for you. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Psalm 139 Child of God, your Father made you special. You are a very special person, created and crafted and designed by God your Father. Before the foundation of the world, your father planned you. You are no accident. You did not have to exist, but your father willed you into existence. He chose the day and the time you would start your life. He chose your parents and wove you together in your mother's womb. He planned your birth order and put you in your family. He chose every one of your 23 pairs of chromosomes. He chose every one of your 10,000 plus genes. He chose every part of your spiritual heritage. He reached back into your father's bloodline and your mother's bloodline and from your generations past. Your heavenly father chose different parts of your heritage. Some parts are not so beautiful and some parts are absolutely gorgeous. Yet your father wove it all together and gave you everything you need in the package of your life to be an overcomer, a victor, 
to take the negative parts of your heritage and try o- triumph over them, to walk in the beauty of all that God has placed within you. Child of God, I call your spirit to attention. Listen to the words of God for you. Those who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, but you received the spirit of sonship, and by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings, in order that we also share in his glory, and consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. Child of God, the spirit of your father gives witness that you are his son and led by his spirit. I bless you, child of God, with the spirit of sonship and the mindset of sonship. I bless you with embracing problems with the confidence that God is in them to give you grace to solve them and to overcome. I bless you with deep heart identity as God's very own child, securely loved in his family, calling him Abba, dear father. I bless you with the spirit of sonship that does not make you a slave to fear because your Abba is with you. I bless you with settled assurance that he has a future and a hope for you and that he has written your days in his book with love for your best interests and his ultimate glory. St Philip's, I bless you today to know a growth in your identity as sons and daughters of God, as children of God, and to know that blessing of being part of God's family. Bless you and see you again soon. Bye.